We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Women, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In Podcast. My name is Miley, and I am here with the lovely Mandy. I'm lovely. Hi, Miley. Lady Amanda. (laughs) I think I'm just going to start addressing you as Lady Amanda for every episode until Bridgerton season three comes out. I'm still watching the old ones. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Do we have a date yet at all? No. Last I heard, they were still filming them. Oh. I don't think they've wrapped production just yet. Hmm. So. Well, they need a hustle. Yeah, I know. And so if throughout this episode that we're doing today, if I speak in ways that sound like I, I I feel like I'm being influenced by Bridgerton again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone remembers or if you remember back when I was watching Bridgerton the first five times and the second season had come out and I'd rewatched the first season and then went into the second season. I was starting to speak in some of those patterns that they do. <laughs> I love it. And as I was typing up notes for this episode today, I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, I sound like (laughs) I am speaking in the way that they do in that show. Well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm going to watch you or listen to you very attentively to try to catch you. I wish I could find the note that I was writing down where it was really obvious to me. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But I I just started laughing at myself last night as I was kind of tidying up and putting notes together. And I was like, oh, my gosh stop (laughs) how can I say this and sound like a normal person from this century (laughs) I wonder if we should spend a whole episode or for as long as possible in an episode to talk that way (laughs) for a whole episode I I don't think I could but it would really be a really good challenge all I have to do is put the show on for a couple hours a day and like hear it in my head and hear the the patterns and the ways in which they speak and how they fluctuate or what's what's the intonation like where they're where they accent certain words and just how they say things and not necessarily my thoughts aren't happening in this accent yet which does happen to me sometimes when I watch too many shows with accents Uh, my inner thoughts start to take on the (laughs) accent (laughs) but um I wish I was like that yeah yeah anyways it's wild but anyway so hopefully these notes hopefully I don't start speaking in a strange you know what you year? hope you're not but I hope you will what year this was in the early 1800s yeah, Bridgerton probably. is that so hopefully I don't start sounding like someone from the town <laughs> London back in the day Mayfair so how are you doing Mandy I'm great how are you I mean good. I'm good I'm great yeah a, a lot of times oh, I'll right. say I'm yeah, yeah, great because yeah. it's just like my great. response I love that <laughs> yeah don't worry about that one person who was like, why do I say you're great? <laughs> but if I'm checking in with my body, I'm a little sore mm. from just from workout. Um, I got a really good walk in this week. Like I've had a couple of walks, but it didn't rain one day. So I was trying to jam in all my walks before the rain and then it didn't rain. So the day it didn't rain, I was like, I'm going for a walk. So I went like did a really long that. walk, but I had I did this really intense workout the other day and like like just chest and abs and whole full body stuff and like I'm feeling it in my abs and in my chest to where even if I just touch myself it's tender so I'm like oh okay I definitely did a good 
like I definitely got a little activity in those muscles that haven't felt sore in a while. I just, I catch myself doing a lot of stretching, <laughs> which, which I tend to do if I'm sore, I tend to stretch a lot to kind of move just to keep, try to move that out of the muscles, that soreness. But it's been such a nice week. The weather's warming up just a touch here in Phoenix. I'm really enjoying the walks, the sunshine. I just, I'm having a good week. I had a really big order recently for Waymo, which is a driverless car Uber type of service that's opening up here in Phoenix. And they have a couple of offices now. So they just opened, I did their treats for when they opened an office in Mesa. And then I just, this week, they it was kind of a last minute order, which was tight and made it. So I had to work almost all day, one day this weekend, but you know, it was for like 500 bucks. So I'm willing to give up a weekend day and yeah. uh, make some money. That's so cool. Yeah. So I helped them with their treats opening their Phoenix office this week. I did a ton of cookies, which I was, my hands were really sore from oh. doing all the rolling and the cutting oh. and then all the icing. That's true. Yeah. Because normally I'd be able to spread things out over a few days, but I had to do it all in this really short, like literally a day and a half. I just realized I have never made cookies from scratch. I've only <laughs> like when you were talking about that, about how your hands were sore and how you had to roll the cookie dough and then you had to cut the cookies and then you had I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> only images of those steps occur in my mind from movies and TV shows and commercials. I have never made cookies from scratch, actually. Like, you mean you've never rolled out cookies? You've probably made chocolate chip cookies, the kind you would just scoop. You can just scoop a little dough ball and throw it on yeah, a baking sheet. Yeah, I've done that. Or the cookies that are already come, and then I just lay oh, them out the on dough. a cookie sheet <laughs> yeah. and put them in the oven. I don't think I've ever mixed. Uh, I've mixed brownie mix. Okay. And poured the brownie mix into a pan, but yeah. that's it. But I've never done... I mean, and I did mix in the rolling and the cookie cutter yeah, I thingies. I did. They I completed five dozen for them. Wow. So 60, which is I don't know if a lot of people are doing like by themselves, like hand doing five dozen cookies a day. But I mean, I that was their order. And then I probably had another two dozen that I also did for other things. So and I'm also prepping for Valentine's Day. So getting some mock ups of Valentine's Day stuff out. Yeah, I was going to say, are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day, because I know like mm -hmm. for other holidays, you'll do, do little cookie, treat, boxes. treat boxes. That's yeah. what it is. Yes. Yep. I have that. I just released that order form. I did it last night and just put it online today. And I'm collaborating with a local flower guy. Oh, how fun. Who's a friend who's just new to do. Yeah. He's always loved flower arrangements. And so he decided to create this little side hustle and do foam free floral arrangements. And he has this like heavy metal rock vibe like that's Ooh. it's called pedal and metal mm. and uh, so i'm collabing with him so people can order his bouquets and i can you can either pick them both up from me or i can deliver them both to you so you can get sweets flowers and dessert for your Aww. honey or for yourself or whoever today's your episode is. yes is actually going to be all about you or yes. all about yourself yeah so just a little side note or well not not even a side note a little foreshadowing mm -hmm. is uh Sometimes you can treat yourself too. Just because mm -hmm. Mandy's doing these treat boxes doesn't mean you have to wait for someone to get you a treat box. You can get it for yourself. And I'm like my whole advertising, so to speak, my angle is Valentine's, Galentine's, Palentine's, 
Valentine. Yeah, ah. like you have a good friend, like a good guy friend. Maybe you are gonna hang out with whatever. You want to be your own best friend? Buy yourself a cake. <laughs> Buy yourself some flowers. I made something really small this year where it's like a small cake that'll feed four. Mm. So you can like not everybody has to spend a million dollars to get things so it's like you can get a small cake and some cookies and some flowers so i'm really excited because i've been wanting to partner with a florist and i had been chatting with a woman a couple years ago about this and it just we couldn't make it work she wanted things really specific things from me Mm. and i was like you're kind of asking me to redo how i do business (laughs) i don't think this is gonna work you know Mm. let's just not so it's really difficult to have things to do business with just some people yeah, just don't no. mesh so anyways That's i'm compatible. so excited you, know, like you weren't compatible then but now and timing yeah. right now timing is better with somebody yeah so it's awesome exactly. i'm so excited so yes you can order sweets and flowers and either Aww, pick, you okay. don't have to go shopping two times for things yeah. you can pick them both up from me yeah, or i can deliver shop. them both to you so i'm really excited to be able to have both of those available for people this Aww, year yay yeah and uh, it's also super bowl weekend so i'm I'm in it right now. Well, I'm super excited for you. Sounds like great things are happening in the next couple weeks. Yeah, thanks. I just got back from Pennsylvania. Had a great time. The clinic there is beautiful. They're doing some incredible things. I was very impressed with the faculty, the staff, the students. Had a great time with the dean, the vice dean. Got to tour the campus and the dental building. Got to hang out with some of the Penn students as well. Some of them follow me on Instagram. So when I posted that I was at Penn, I got to go have coffee and boba with some of them. And so it's been really great. And it's sleeted. Is that a word? Sleet, I think, is... Sleet, I think, is the current and past, like, oh, present and okay. past tense So there was sleet. Yeah, it's sleeted. I like to say sleeted. Sleet's a n- but it's, yeah. It can be a noun and a verb, I think. Ah, okay, yeah. So you, you might be able to say it's sleeting outside. It's sleeting outside. Or there yeah. is sleet coming There's down. Sleet, yeah. yeah, so got that. I don't know. I make cupcakes uh. a verb, so I'm cupcaking today. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I'm not the best one. <laughs> uh, it wasn't as cold as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But it will be snowing in South Dakota for show. So uh, I'm I'm back at it. I have a few days to wrap things up and try to collect some cold weather gear before I head out to South Dakota for a week. And You need uh, more cold gear? Well, I realize that I don't really have good boots. I have Uggs that are oh, uh, more cute than warm. Yeah. Well, they're warm, but they're made of uh, the soft. Uh, they're made of sheep. E- oh, they it's are. It's not very cruelty free. Oh, <laughs> I did not, not know that. It's not friendly. Oh. But I don't have anything that doesn't get wet. Like whatever material the Uggs are, they get wet. Oh. So I need I need. So they're cute for California cold weather. Yes. (laughs) Where it's dry. (laughs) Unless it's torrential. Yes. So I got to figure that out. But for the most part, super excited. And then uh, that's about it in my world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, That's about it. And then we're going to be celebrating Galentine's Day. Yes, we After are. After the entire actual Valentine's Day debacle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. So I that's just, another thing, I too. I just don't right? really believe much in Valentine's Day. Like, it's just kind of a thing. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's silly to me, a lot of it. It's like every day you should be expressing your love for your person. It's fun to go out of your way and do a little something extra. But just don't hang your whole everything on this one day with a person. Like, I also this think day should not be the only day you... This shower is a, yourself this is, or others with love yes and this is 
It sounds a little judgy. I just think it's a really cheesy day to propose. I just went through that. It's like, come on, you got 364 other days. It can be cost effective though, because then really? in the future, well, maybe it's if you get married on Valentine's Day, because then you only had to buy one gift. <laughs> but, Actually, it'd be really cute to get married on Valentine's Day. Would it? I wouldn't hate that as ah. much as the proposal. So then to your, me, the your proposal- anniversary would be Valentine's Day every year for the rest of your life. Great, huh? I'd want. I mean, my ideal yeah. wedding, I get married on New Year's Eve. Why? Because everybody's always looking for a party on mm. New Year's Eve. Everybody like. When you're young, you're at the clubs and you're doing things. But once you kind of get past this like party phase, uh, adults, you know, we'll say like 32, 35 and up, maybe you're always looking for something to do that's not too wild. People want to get a little dressed up. They want it to be fun. They want to bring in the new year with people they love like we all do. Like being with friends is kind of the most exciting part. So to me, it always made sense. Like I was like, I just want to get married on a New Year's Eve because it's like what better day to have all of your friends around they're all looking for something to do they're all going to drop a hundred dollars if they go somewhere anyways so you might as well throw a wedding have a great big party and let them spend their hundred bucks on your wedding gift and i can't wait to (laughs) go to your wedding on new year's eve in the future then (laughs) I am yeah. sold. I but, didn't ask you why because I was critical. I was just really fascinated lately. Like why I would have that date in mind when well, I have no husband in mind for like no. at least five years I now. just like to ask people why because I'm always like, well, do you know something I don't? Or, oh, maybe I should copy your idea if it's a really good one. copy my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if we shared the same anniversary? Uh, we could get married on the same day and save a ton of money. And throw parties together every year. I love that. See, it's just... It's just a day to me where everybody always wants to get together. And I'm like, why not to get together and celebrate love? And like, then ring in the new year with all these beautiful people. And even do it like literally a late late wedding, like an 8 p.m. wedding ceremony. Skip the dinner and just have like finger foods and charcuterie and, you know. Charcuterie sounds really good. Dancing. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, done. Yeah. All right, but future love, future I, Mandy's uh, husband. Yeah, we've already heard. I've talked about this so many times. For I New can't Year's? believe you've never heard this. Yeah, no, no. I have literally talked no, about this. So no, not times. on podcast. Really? Because mm, I would remember. Because this is a brilliant idea. Well, thanks. I've told all. I, I'm sure I've told anyone who's well, ever you haven't been told me. me in the last few years. Well, I also do think it's cute though to get married on Valentine's Day. I just think it's really cheesy to propose on mm. Valentine's Day. I think a proposal on New Year's Eve is really cute because it's kind of like I want to go into the new year. Oh, that's sweet too. It's also that like, it's just this little bridge, you know, it's yeah. it's a new year. It's a new start. It's like, how do you ever forget your anniversary date if it's on New Year's Eve? Mm, you'd be surprised. Some <laughs> yeah. people can. Uh, see, to me, that makes it hard. <laughs> like, put on a day that's very fucking obvious. It's like, well, New it's Year's like, Eve, New yeah, Year's Eve. Mind. But it feels like there's something else I'm supposed to do today. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Billy Madison moment. There was something I was supposed to do today. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, I will casual i'm sure you'll tell your future husband i'll casually mention it as well <laughs> you should consider marrying her on december 31st uh, i mean i'm sure you'll drop it to him that's all good yeah when i get to the point where i'm considering marrying another person <laughs> that would be something yes, i would yes. mention like i'm sure there's anybody i've dated for more than a minute has mm. probably heard me say this in the last few years oh okay well i think it's a brilliant idea Done. yeah because i don't really get that far i don't want to be like i'm talking marriage with people i barely date yeah but like if you're seriously see or you know if you're seeing someone more than like a couple of weeks and you just like casually even talk about things which i think you should 
gauge a response. Like after a few weeks of dating someone, if you spent like 40 hours with a person, at some point you should have dropped and trickled in things about kids, Mm -hmm. marriage, Mm -hmm. etc. You should know where they, you should probably know where they stand within the first 10 hours of interacting people. So like things just need to be sprinkled into the conversation. And it's, to me, it's fine to bring up. Like it doesn't, I don't, my person's not going to be scared away by me saying like, I always thought it would be really cool to get married on New Year's Eve. Yeah. No one's going to be scared no. of that. So. And if they are, Bye. red flags. Yeah. <laughs> There's the door. See ya. I'm looking forward to Galentine's with the ladies. Me too. But, you know, we call it anti-Valentine's. Shireen and I, 2009 tradition. I think, does that make this our 15th year? I think that makes 2023 our 15th anti 14th no i guess you gotta count the zeros you gotta count the yeah you're right yeah so it makes it our 15th anti-valentine's day together and although i can't remember all of the (laughs) (laughs) anti-valentine's days i struggle to recall if there's one we haven't spent together either on valentine's day like go out find a couple of our you know one year we even had a couple of single guy friends come with us and that year was definitely foggy. I was definitely hung over the next day. But uh, I, yeah, I, one year it was you and the other girls. Was that last mm-hmm. year or the year before? That was the year before. Was it? I don't remember last year at all. I'm sure we did something. We did brunch last year. Or was that the year before? Oh, did we do? No, no. You no. guys did brunch without me. I missed Valentine's Day last year. Was that the one we did at Sumo Maya? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. And I, th- I had a couple of friends in town. Yeah. Or I had a friend in town, and then I got one of our former coworkers to come and join us. I should reach out to her and see if she wants to meet up for our anti-Valentine's Day. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I always do. Whether or not I'm dating someone, anti-Valentine's Day is important to me. Uh, I know there, and, and to follow up on last week's episode with all the narcissism and the seriously bad person I was dating recently, I know there are good guys out there, and I know... They're not all bad. And I'm not interested in being on the dating apps right now. I may be in the future. But, oh, my God. There's just so much. Don't be offended by this. There's so much trash to sift through on the apps. Do we want to use that word? Or what do we use when we use the thrift store analogy? There's a lot of thrifted items that are very valuable, <laughs> but there's a lot of trash. Okay. There's a lot of people that are toxic. I mean, there are actually yes. guys that go on these dating apps yeah. to do bad things to girls. Oh, that's true, too. There's married men on the apps. That's there's very true. There's people like my ex who are not single on that's the apps. That's very true, too. There are people that are just looking to take advantage of you or use you in some way. So, I mean, that's a certain percentage of people on these dating apps. Like... Then there's good people, too. So there's just a lot of shit. So when I went on the date with that one guy, one of the first questions I asked was, are you really single? And he <laughs> laughed. And I was like, no, I'm really serious. <laughs> well, there are ways we should get into this. On I an just episode. joke about it. There are ways to suss out whether or not men are actually single. Are they only texting you during the day, like work mm-hmm, hours? Mm-hmm. Do they barely or sporadically get back to you at night? Do they never talk to you on the ah, phone in the yes. evening? Like when a wife would be around, when they might be home with their girlfriend. Is it hard to hear from them in in certain hours and situations? Like, do you hear from them all day long while they're at work and then not at night? Um, their photos. You would be surprised how many guys have photos 
on their dating profiles that have obvious like girl things in them. You're like, bro. Exactly. That's when I definitely saw I left see her I'm like, deodorant. Did you not, do you not even what? I can yeah. see her toothbrush. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. But you're right about all those things because there was this one time when I was dating someone who, you know, and and he Had called me at, no, he called oh. me at like specific times of the day where the other person wouldn't know. And right. You're right. Like you, and sometimes you want to think or assume the best in, in people, but then you have to also be honest with yourself as well. Yeah. They're like, I can talk to you between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you got to, like, and they never want to feel with bad you. for being suspicious or feeling suspicious. Like, you know, you had said one time, like mm-hmm. if you have a gut feeling about something, if something's making yes. you feel the ick, is yeah. how the kids are saying it these the days. Ick, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Miley's like, really? Ah. Yeah. If something is giving you the ick or if something is just a turnoff, if something is making you anxious, if something is raising any sort of curiosity, if your eyebrows are going up and you're a little furrowing your face, like you're trying to figure out something about this person or their story gets confusing, just bail. Just be like, it's not a match. Like, unless... And especially if this person is giving you a hard time about meeting up, never wants to let you come over to their house, says, guys give the wildest stories. I'm living with my ex or it's just a female roommate. Yes. It's very (laughs) odd to me how and maybe that's just not me. I'm not someone who lives with my ex. What are men? I swear to you. Like they there is no fucking way men have these same stories about women. (laughs) ah i don't know if you're a guy listening and you have these wild stories about women who are only inviting you over when their husbands or boyfriends (laughs) aren't home i need to hear it because i mean it's pervasive the other way around yeah we should really look into this i'd love to hear the guy's perspective on this yeah i would but i also wouldn't i'd be like Uh, fuck you who cares (laughs) i don't give a shit what you what you're going through as a single man (laughs) You are probably not trying hard enough, regardless, because most of them just don't. Mm. Single people just waiting for single people to break into their house and be a love match. (laughs) I actually, you know, bringing it back to today's episode, I actually, the longer I'm single, the more I love being single or what maybe I've just trained my brain that. I enjoy being single so much that sometimes what happens is when I think about being with someone, I, to me, it just feels like I'm compromising myself. Like Mm. I have to be a little bit more considerate. I think we've talked about this in previous episodes because when I'm with someone, I, I tend to put their feelings. I tend to put their needs above my own. So that's codependent. That's not considerate. You need to learn how to not be codependent. (laughs) That's codependency. Okay. (laughs) And that's because of your childhood. Like the patterns and the way adults behaved around you made it so that you had to over function. And so that's what you think a loving relationship is. But maybe that's is. why for me, it's better for me to stay single because it's not I better. Don't know. So in relationship, <laughs> you, you get your shit mirrored back at you in relationships. Yeah. It's the only way we learn to grow and grow is and get through the tough stuff is to be in relationships and date people and find out what we need to work on, like where the uncomfortable part yeah. is and then like what we need to work on. So like... I need to work on not giving people chances when they don't fucking deserve them. Like, or when they demonstrate things that are probably pretty toxic in the beginning, because my habits and my examples of love when I was small 
were these like toxic sort of traits and these maladaptive personalities. Like those are things that were exampled to me. So it's really easy and like second nature to me to want to give the person a chance to show me they can be better. I just have to stop doing that, period. If I don't want to relive the same thing, I just have to stop doing that. I just have to go, you know what? This isn't for me and that's okay. I don't need to wait until you fucking blow up all over my life to see that. You're very self-aware, Mandy. I I do a lot of work. Yeah, I need (laughs) to do more work. I mean, I probably put in like 10 hours of self-help easily a week. That's really good. Via either podcasts, books, a combination of podcasts and books, I would say. And then like, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what other ways I consume that information, but it's podcasts and books and it's just learning and really dedicating myself into different aspects of things, learning about codependency, learning about like trauma bonds, learning about toxic behaviors and like why. My thing is like why. I'm always a why with people. Like, I want to know why people are motivated to do the things they do. I want to know why I'm motivated to do the things Mm -hmm. I do and understand it better so that if it's not leading me somewhere good, I can go, ooh, well, Mm. where do I want to go? And then what behaviors do I need to get there? Work backwards from your goal. Yeah. Hey, are you still considering life coaching or you had thought about that? I did. And then it's not that I'm not. I, uh... I still do a little bit, but I think, you know, the last year it really got off track because I was dating someone who was so, who at the time I did not realize how much of my energy they were consuming. And it sort of just, just distracted me from like moving into stuff like that. So Mm. it's not that I'm not, it's not that I don't think about it. It's not that I don't think I have things to offer. And like, there are some programs out there that I've looked at and how to like do coaching and help people. But Right now, I'm really happy with the podcast and the way we get to reach out to people yeah. and talk to them and maybe at some point. Yeah. You'd be great at it. it you are you. great at it. It would be it would be something that I want to do when I want to be a nomad, like a digital mm-hmm. nomad. I just want to kind of put my place up for rent and travel and be able to work remotely. And right now, I can't quite do that because I have to be physically here baking. But thank you for asking. Yeah. It's definitely on the it's it's on the list of potentials. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thanks. Today, I mean, we were just talking about a lot of different stuff <laughs> with relationships when you're with someone and without someone. And today's our topic is on solo activities. Yes. So I'm excited. Want to dive in? I do. I do. I mean, we are social creatures. We create, whether introverted introverted or extroverted, I think I tried to smash those words together. Introverted and extroverted, it's extroverted people might have a little harder time hanging out by themselves and doing a lot of solo activities, but it is a really good way, especially if you're single. And these are all things you can do single or in a relationship. If you are in a relationship, you, I highly, highly recommend you take time solo to do things you like to do. There are probably some things your partner doesn't like to do. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be out there doing them. If you love hiking and your person is kind of like, you know, I don't mind a hike now and then, but I really don't want to do those five hour hikes. That's fine. Schedule your time to go do your five hour hike and your person can go do something for five hours that they love to do that you don't. So 
whether you're single or not, but if you're single, solo activities and spending a lot of time by your, not a lot, I should just say, but spending quality time by yourself, doing real things, not sitting around watching TV or scrolling TikTok and Instagram, learning what you like, learning your likes, learning your dislikes um, is just, is so, so good for when you are ready to enter into a relationship. I think that's really important to know too, because when you are in a relationship, you're not, you know how they say that you don't find someone to be a whole, you're a whole first, and then mm -hmm. you find someone to share a life with. So when you are able to know who you are, know what your likes or dislikes are, you're able to spend time by yourself. Uh, you bring all of that to that relationship. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you have a strong sense of who you are, you, you won't fall into old negative or unhealthy patterns of codependency or any of those things that you've previously mentioned, but you're able to have a healthy relationship because you yourself as an individual are healthy. And yeah, so and, and what that. a boring date you would be if you went into dating and you'd been single for a couple years prior or a year, two years, three years, five years, and you didn't bring anything to the table as far as what you like, what you don't like. Like mm -hmm. imagine being in a relationship with somebody where it was, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? Like, I don't know. You just even small stuff like that. You just exactly. you need to have some of your own interests in order to keep this other. There has to be things they want to discover about you. Just flip that around. You want to bring somebody into a relationship with you where that you get to discover them a little bit every day. So I even though we are social creatures and extroverted people might get a lot of social time. They also it's really important to get some solo time. Clear your head. Not having a lot of people distracting you really find yourself again, find your likes, find your dislikes, understand your values, have your own set of goals. These are just like 101 on how to get to know yourself. Um, while I also really encourage people not to stop living and experiencing things because they don't have a romantic partner. I think that's something really important to stress to people as well. You know, earlier in the episode, you had said like, if you think you want to do something, don't wait around mm -hmm. or don't wait for someone un, you know, to do it. I think part of that is overcoming fears, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you are afraid of what it might look like if you're sitting in a restaurant eating by yourself. But that's the thing too. Like sometimes I really enjoy just sitting there by myself. Mm -hmm. I observe other people. I enjoy my food. I I reflect on stuff. Mm -hmm. I have conversations with myself. That's not weird at all, except uh, if I'm talking out loud to myself, I guess. But I, I do have conversations with myself. Uh, and it is really nice to... Also, most people don't care. Exactly. No one's paying no, attention no. to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yes. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. You start to... For me, the because in the last few years I've spent more time with myself. Like I love hiking by myself. Mm -hmm. I love doing so many things by myself that I actually have come to love myself more yeah. because of all those things that I've, I've done by myself. I, it also helps me build confidence in who mm -hmm. I am. It strengthens myself as well. Mm -hmm. It builds trust in myself that I can do things by myself. Oh, yeah. And if I can do things by myself later on, when I am with someone, mm -hmm. uh, I, I know that I can be myself by myself or with someone. And, and you still. in particular have told us a lot of stories about things like taking on these big hikes and these great big hiking challenges and Humphreys and just, I don't know, was it 12,000 feet or something yeah. crazy? Like that's bonkers. But <laughs> highest peak in Arizona. Yes, I, that's high. I mean, people go to Colorado to do the 14ers, yeah. which 
that's I mean, not much further than 12. So it's <laughs> really a little hair. It's a drop in the bucket, yeah. you know, more. But to do those things, especially after coming out of relationships where you were maybe lost yeah. or just had neglected really discovering things yes. about yourself, not intentionally, you just it fell just into happens. this habit yeah. of doing that. And then being in a relationship with somebody who is sort of narcissistic and maybe pessimistic or just made you feel a little less than taking on these big challenges can really give you a sense of self-confidence and strength it can yes. remind you that you're both physically and mentally strong especially with big that. hikes oh yeah um, you make such a great point manny and that's why probably i i uh it was especially after a really yeah. less about doing that by yeah. yourself to know thing you can do that yeah. alone but more to know that you can do things that scare you and you are strong yes and to to recognize like it's okay to do things scared yeah and then afterwards you're less scared yeah. yes twelve thousand feet was scary up there <laughs> but i would like i've done it once i know i can do it again yes. or i know i can do something even greater because i was able to get if i can get that far i can get further yeah like that didn't even come close to killing me <laughs> i got this you know what i mean like yes. you can get really scared like what if what if what if yeah and what if isn't a way to be alive what mm -hmm. if is living in a small small space and your life can be very abundant if you just kind of sweep away all the what ifs and or instead of what if tragic 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 what if big beautiful abundant amazing you know what I mean fill in the blank that way what if this is the most incredible thing I've ever done exactly what if everything goes right yes what if everything that. goes better than I could have imagined like fill in the end of that sentence with something big and abundant and then see how you feel about doing it I love that. I love that exercise. Yeah. Then go do it. Exactly. Uh, you know, when you talk about uh, like uh, something more advanced, it might be going to a concert solo. Yeah. Like more uh, than just going out to eat alone. Like going out to eat alone is a good step. And going to a movie. I love mm -hmm. going to movies alone. I discovered that like eight years ago when I was with my ex and he went to rehab. <laughs> I was like... I want to go. To, I miss going to the movies. I'm going to go to the movies alone. Now it's my favorite way to go to the movies. And you can have your popcorn all to yourself. That's right. And I don't talk to people while I'm in the movie exactly. anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't worry about anyone next to me. Like I enjoy myself just as much alone. And you know, the other thing about doing things by yourself is now you have like talking points to chat oh, yeah. with other people about things like, oh my gosh, the other day I went to do this and I mm -hmm. went to do that. And you know, taking a class. Even, you know, yeah. and I think part of it is too, is like sometimes as like as as human beings growing up, we do have a tendency to want to do things as a group, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes there's that fear of doing things by yourself. But From I think the, the more you're you, small and you begin being socialized, you're with a group. You're in a yeah. classroom of mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. You're in a group of this. You're a Girl Scout. You're in boys. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. you're always with a group of people. And sometimes I know that in the past where I've suggested certain things to my partner and they're not that interested. And then I'm like, oh, OK, then I won't do it. But it's really given me the strength to be like, I don't need someone else to do something that I want to yeah. do and that it's okay if I want to do something that I can still do it if nobody else wants to do it. Yeah. And it's fine to have individual interests. And yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like, yes, going out um, to a concert solo. I have done that before because a band came to town that I really wanted to see and I didn't want to spend the money on tickets originally because it's the Eagles. I love the Eagles. Yes, you, you I've seen, I saw them one year like three times and I was like, I don't need to see them again this year. I've already seen them. Like I saw them in June. I'm seeing them in October. Do I really need to see them when they're here in September? The day of the show, I got a ticket for $100. Oh, wow. Super close on the side of the stage because that's a, a tip if you're 
if you want to do certain things ah, and yes. you don't have anyone to go, you can often get single tickets for really inexpensive if you just kind of wait and see how the tickets go. You had mentioned that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can find tickets for so cheap. I mean, that was half the price I'm sure the people around me paid for that seat. I went solo. I knew some other people who were going. So we met up and had a drink beforehand, got to the arena and I was like, bye, see you later. Like, I don't want to talk to you. It's the same thing as a movie. I don't need to talk to you during the show. I'm fine sitting here jamming out, having a great ass time by myself. I'll catch an Uber or if you want to, you know, if we're going to ride together on the way home, whatever happens. Um, yeah, concerts alone are really fun. Also, plays, musicals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, any sort of live theater performance or ballet, orchestra. That stuff can be really fun solo. Again, not like you're looking to chat with people. Go enjoy it. Yeah. If you want to do something, do it. Yes. Um, I also had on here, take a day trip. All right. I was super excited for you to talk about this because I know in the last couple of years we've talked about traveling. Yeah. Uh, and so you're talking about like a day trip, but you've traveled by yourself. I finally traveled by myself. So <laughs> I'm super excited about talking about traveling by yourself, whether it's a day trip yeah. or uh, a local trip mm-hmm. or a multi-day trip. Yes. So yeah, I, I intro into the travel solo is day trip. So it's on my bucket list to get up to Sedona, like bucket list. I've been to Sedona a bunch of times, <laughs> but it's on my list of things to do soon. Once it starts to warm up a little bit is drive up to Sedona on a random day because my work schedule is sort of how I make it and I can go in the middle of the week. I don't have to wait for a weekend. Head up to Sedona, do a little hike, go see some of those fun little rocks, have lunch by myself, have a margarita, wander around, just enjoy the vortex. Is that what it is up there? It's like there's a vortex that's known for its energies. Ah, yes. It's mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. healing. And I don't know, shop for some crystals. You'll you'll way overpay if you buy them in Sedona, but it's part of the fun. <laughs> enjoy some of the food up there. Just have a nice little day trip all by yourself. You know, it's a really inexpensive kind of thing too yeah. to take a one or two hour trip to a city that's nearby have a meal do a Change hike of scenery it can be so good for your soul for i crave your, this yeah we have talked about this i'm like even if i just go sit in a house <laughs> just look at different walls in a mm-hmm. different city i'm happier just looking at different things at a certain point yeah i i really crave change of scenery so thank you for saying that yeah yeah on the road trip I made a note here you get to listen to all your own stuff you can listen to books on tape you can listen to podcasts you can listen to your own playlist your own music you can listen to nothing well also you can stop if you ever want so I remember (laughs) when I went to South Dakota by myself a few months ago yeah and it was a long drive from the airport to the city that I was going to but Every so often, I would just stop whenever I wanted to. Whenever I saw something, I saw fields of sunflowers. Mm. I stopped, took a bunch of pictures, video. Where are they? I have not posted very much. I have so much content to post, but I haven't had time. But I saw fields of sunflowers and I saw fields of just stuff. And I I just stopped whenever I wanted to. Mm Mm-hmm. And I took breaks whenever I wanted to, listened to whatever I wanted to or not listen to anything. Mm -hmm. And, And it's so great to just be your own company. It is. It really is. It's it's nice to get away and sort of quiet all the things. When you're at home or at your job, you know, doing your mm-hmm. normal day-to-day stuff, the normal day-to-day thoughts and things are always swirling around in your head. You know, the stresses, the, you know, the bills, the cleaning, the laundry, all of the, just the normal stuff is kind of bugging you all day in the mm-hmm, back of mm-hmm. your mind. And leaving yes. is very freeing. You get it to, is. it's like being in the shower. 
you know when you're in the shower and all your thoughts are clear mm-hmm. and you just you get all these ideas and you remember things you have ah, to do yes 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 uh, it's like washing away the dirt some for oh, some reason yeah. that's a good analogy <laughs> just being in the shower is so it's the clearest my mind will be all day i should meditate in there like i should that's just a good sit idea. down <laughs> i think get a just shower because chair. the thing is like um it, it is really it's a great like physical like you're washing things away but it, it really helps your mind just breathe a little yeah. bit take a moment the only to thing yourself you're focused and, on is washing your hair or yeah you know shave your legs or wash and your face whatever. it's also like a time when you're by yourself and you don't have to worry about no one's asking yeah. anything of you mm-hmm. so yeah like road trips are kind of very similar it can be a two-hour shower <laughs> i love that <laughs> just get out and just yeah. enjoy the scenery so yeah road but trips travel, are awesome travel is and bomb to do solo yes my, and then take it to the next level oh yes. what were you gonna say well i was gonna say my experience with it was internationally i was gonna say yeah take it to the next level when you are ready yeah. we have a whole new episode or mm-hmm. we have a whole episode on international travel but also traveling by yourself as well so shout yes. out to that or go back to call back to that episode where we talk about internationally traveling. in our episodes no but yeah you traveled to italy by yourself i did i but traveled I to paris to by myself. with a friend yes and the last minute the friend yeah. was scared yeah. and whatever was happening there's flooding her- or something yeah but and her dog you, there was yeah. just like a bunch of shit and you went anyways and i love that yeah and i thought to myself i have planned for this if mm-hmm. i basically what it can boil down to is will you regret not going and if you will regret it even just a little bit go do it if you will regret not doing the thing, that's a sign yeah. to do it. So I did it. Nine, ten days, something like this, solo, Italy. It was amazing. Yeah. I'll do Please it again. listen to that episode because mm-hmm. uh, you talked a lot about that. And, and then I think you another did, episode I talked about Paris. And yeah. I, you talked a little bit about Paris in the intro. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I, Paris was <laughs> partly work. Partly work, but I took every opportunity to sneak away mm-hmm. and go to as many attractions as I could. And that was the other thing, too, because I think if I was with someone, I would have been very considerate of, oh, are you, you tired? Are Yeah, what do you want to <laughs> do? Do you need to take a break? And I was just like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes I would spend five minutes here and an hour over here and 30 minutes over here. And when you're by yourself, like you mm-hmm. can go at your own pace. And that's what I've come to learn about. Like my pace is weird. Sometimes I'm at a really fast pace and sometimes at a very slow pace. That's not and weird. That's just like, <laughs> I really want to spend some time doing this. And oh, this wasn't as exciting as I thought it would yeah. be. Bye. <laughs> like yeah. you get to do that when you're traveling. So mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the middle of my trip, I changed up the day I was leaving town. I switched my train yeah. ticket and spent a whole other day in Florence and did a wine tour. And it was one of the best days of my entire trip. But I got to do that because I was alone. And not to say that if you weren't, If you were with somebody that that couldn't happen, but I just didn't have to consult with anybody and I only had my own arrangements and reservations to deal with, which again, this wine tour, they had one ticket left Ah, on the bus. Yeah. It was mine. (laughs) And then I got to be like, Hey, I'm also vegan. If there's no (laughs) options at lunch, I understand. I just want to let you know in case that's my preference. I'll bring a snack. Don't worry about it. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Travel solo. Go back to our travel episode because it talks a lot about that and how to stay safe when traveling solo. But travel solo is so bomb, whether it's a little day trip or a big international one. I love it. Um, I also have written down finding a class, which is basically a way of saying you could pick up a hobby, learn a new skill. Just, you know, look around locally. What have you ever wanted to learn? Miley wanted to learn guitar. Miley wanted to learn guitar and she took it up. But I don't know if you took many in-person lessons. I took in-person lessons with my brother. I got to keep it up again. But I also want to take American Sign Language. I 
also want to join like the local choir. Like I have a lot oh, of interests <laughs> and I want to take a piano class and a ceramics class and a painting class. I put and, all those things oh, on here. Did yeah, you? like painting and ceramics. Because yes. for those of you that are into art, like mm-hmm. you can take a local paint class. Yes. I mean, they do those paint and sip things Yeah, but it's not the town. same. Like community class, like community, but, yes, colleges community college colleges offer a lot of those. And um, they're like night classes too. And they're six weeks or something. Yeah. And they're or moderately inexpensive. Uh, here in the East Valley, they have the Mesa Art Center that offers oh. classes as well. Nice. Or I, I also want to take a karate class. Oh. I There's a lot of interest. Like, so I really encourage people to kind of yeah. think dance about dance classes. So the yeah. community centers and community mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. also do dance. I was like, oh my gosh, it would be so fun in just like a funny way. It would be so fun to do line dancing. <laughs> I love it. Because it's not as formal and it might be something you actually bust out a little bit in, you know, your normal life. Like it's, it's really funny because uh, I I'm just not came a back country from, music person, but <laughs> I still think it could be fun. I went to I just came back from the Rotary Leadership Program. Oh, yeah. And up until about five, six years ago, before we did the whole dance off and before we did the the uh, the flash mob, we actually had square dancing <laughs> that like a, a, a person who taught square dancing and line dancing would come on Saturday night and that's what we would do and high school kids would do it and this would be their very first time ever doing anything like this and you think it's something corny Mm -hmm. and it kind of is but once you do it it is so much fun and the 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 kids really loved it and so I think square dancing or line dancing this type of dancing specifically comes to mind because you can do it easily alone exactly you don't have to do it with other people. Right. So line dancing is often a line and then you're dancing. Or yeah. when you're square dancing, you actually don't do it in par- like, quote, partners Partner, that you bring yeah. with you. They they just line you up in a line and then they divide you up into groups you of four. You just jump into and, the group. Yeah, exactly. You just jump into a random mm-hmm. group. So it's a great way to meet friends as well. Mm-hmm. So I really love your idea of classes because when you, when you put yourself into new situations, new environments, different things set of four walls you'd be surprised that not only are you learning more about yourself and you're enjoying time by yourself but you also open yourself up to so many other opportunities to Mm -hmm. meet new friends to uh to just engage with different minds a way to meet some guys that aren't on the apps oh good point (laughs) i mean i'm gonna sign up for as many classes i'm just kidding honestly (laughs) like it's in my list of things to do i want to take some more cooking classes because even though i like cooking there's a lot of cuisines i haven't cooked so Pick a cuisine you want to learn about. Look for a local cooking class. We have glass blowing classes here in Phoenix. All sorts of really, really fun stuff. I love it. This is a great idea. The next one on my list (laughs) is checking your city's museums and Mm. check their websites to see what days might be free if you're on a budget or just Look at your local museums. See which museums and historical societies you have around. And I mean, for me personally, I love the free days because they're often in the middle of the week when there's less crowds. Yeah. Just something to do. Get out of the house. Wander around. Look at some new things. Learn some things. Spend two hours on your own wandering a museum. And there's always, uh, I was just thinking, there are certain things that come through town every now and then too. Oh, yeah. I remember Exhibits. maybe like last year we all did the Van Gogh exhibit yeah. and uh, little pop-ups that happen. So mm-hmm. look out for the, some of those things too. If museums aren't your thing, there might be other ways to get some art and or other things that you might be interested in. And museums aren't all the Louvre. You know, it's not all artifacts. Yeah. Think 
I mean, we have museums of contemporary art and modern art in a lot of cities, natural history museums. So all different types of art and science can be found in museums, the historical societies, even just your town or cities historic probably has a historical society or a historical museum. Like the little ass town I'm from in Michigan has one. So it's like you get to learn about Westland. Okay. <laughs> it's funny to see how the town originated and they used to be known for I don't know, a paper mill or something. It's like, wow, that's what this area used to look like. Okay, interesting. Book a walking tour in your city Ooh, or the near, yeah, nearest yeah, big yeah. city. There are walking tours, Segway tours, bike tours, and you just sign up as an individual and you're part of a group. I was just thinking uh, of like Googling because we're in Phoenix, right? So like sometimes when I go visit other places, I'll, I'll Google top 10 free things to do or <laughs> top 10 attractions of the city. You could do that in your local city. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I think we forget, we, we forget or we take for granted where we live and yeah. we don't see the place that we live or the city that we live from the eyes of a tourist. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, pretend you're a tourist in your hometown and take a look at what's so special about the town or the place that you live in. That's a great tip. I like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Plan yourself a little bar crawl. Ah, or it just made me think of a chicken wing a food crawl. crawl. Yeah. I like a food crawl. Yeah. I like a chicken wing crawl. Yeah. If you have a public transportation, like we have the light rail here. Mm -hmm. You can take, ride the public transit, plan yourself a little day trip. Again, who, you know, nothing's stopping you. Just go do it. It's only scary to think about like when you're in the moment. Yeah. You'll be having fun. Oh yeah. And you'll have things to talk about. People are like, who are you here with? You're like, just me. I just really wanted to do this. And then. Every, Bam, you make a new friend <laughs> everyone you tell that to i promise you will say that's really awesome yeah. good for you you might even inspire other people to do solo activities as honestly well. yeah you might run into people who are doing it as solo activities so that's you're gonna get the cool boost thing. of confidence from yeah. knowing you're doing it and then people around you yeah. who know you're doing that will also really it's there's so much admiration that comes from because i think admiration, a lot of people inspiration as well yeah i like that mm-hmm What's your next item? Join a book club. And this came to mind because I recently, I sort of joined two, oh, although I yeah, haven't. Yeah, I was like, curious because I saw that and I was like, you didn't tell me you joined a book club. Yeah, well, I not do that you have to tell okay. me everything, but <laughs> but I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, I wanted to join a book club and I, I've kind of wanted to on and off for the last few years, but because I've been reading the last couple of years. Yeah. Again. And I'm like, I don't book. I know a handful of people who do book clubs and I'm just like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. Like, but I also have a little bit of not social anxiety, but I also have a little like I'm very introverted. So sometimes it's really hard for me to think about going out and taking part in these groups and doing things like this. Like I like solo activities because then I don't have to rely on anybody else or do their time frame and I can just do it when I'm comfortable and want to do it. But I think that's what's really great about what we're talking about today is yeah. because if you are someone who's introverted, joining a book club might actually challenge you. And yeah. if you are someone who tends to lean on more of the group stuff, maybe yeah. doing these solo activities is actually a good challenge for you as well. Right. So. And the book portion, like doing all the reading and doing the work yeah. of it is you. It's solo. Mm -hmm. It's something you're going to get benefits from. And then, you know, you get together with a group, discuss the book over drinks or dinner or whatever type of situation this ah. book club however they work um so i haven't actually read a book i just recently joined two, <laughs> I love but it. i mean when you join them it takes a while because it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you got to figure out the book list where yep. they are next and, and then read it. wait for the meeting yeah. kind of thing so it's like i have i had two books on my list but um 
there's probably only one I'll be doing this month. Mm, okay, tell us when you give okay. us details. Give us updates. Okay. All right, the next one that you have on your list is awesome. <laughs> I love it because sometimes we don't talk about it, but I love that we're talking about it. Go People ahead. don't talk about it enough. Enough. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but an evening that's all about just pampering and mm. indulging yourself. You know, light a candle. Watch a rom-com or a drama. Watch something sappy that, you know, print on the notebook, whatever you want to do. Buy yourself four lemonades from Salad and Go. <laughs> Buy that's, yourself that's... four lemonades. <laughs> I've been pampering myself a lot. Drop a four whole lemonade. five spot on yourself <laughs> <laughs> on some lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you... Um, <laughs> When I think about pampering myself lately, it's just been pampering myself sugar with, <laughs> with sugar water because I love, I've been depriving myself of it because I've been trying to manage my, my so-called diabetes. Yes. And so I've been trying to manage myself, but sometimes when I've had a really rough day, uh, I just buy myself lemonade because it makes me feel better. Like today <laughs> I was going to buy myself two, but I narrowed it down to one, one coffee, one lemonade. Yes. Good for you. But if you if, if someone were to really make my day because I was having a bad day, buying me four lemonades from Salad and Go. <laughs> Can you actually drink four lemonades in like this one sitting? like an evening or? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've drank two and a half sitting here at your place. Remember? And then I take a, a one and a half home with me. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> like lemonade for me is your wine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, one lemonade is enough for me for two weeks or two months like I yeah. I honestly can't remember the last time I had a lemonade it was probably when we spilled one here in the kitchen yeah, that probably. same day mm-hmm. but yeah so part of indulging yourself <laughs> like pampering you know get yourself whatever beverage <laughs> suits you candles or rom-com turn the lights down paint your nails paint your toes give yourself an orgasm I think <laughs> masturbation I think solo sex is a huge form of self-care mm. that is often overlooked not only can it literally calm down calm you down like it oxytocin gets released which helps calm down like anxieties it's a feel-good hormone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's you you know be careful if you're having like lots of random sex because oxytocin can also feel like a bonding is a bonding mm. hormone so just be really aware of that and conscious of it that you're not actually bonded to this person if it's you know casual but solo sex does the same thing and you feel more connected to yourself yes uh the release of oxytocin actually lowers cortisol which is a stress hormone it is oh yeah stress hormone is terrible causes all sorts of inflammation including the oil production and like it's called uh what's it called this the stuff that clogs your pores sebum Oh, yeah. Uh, Like clogs hair follicles and your skin pores. So potentially giving yourself more orgasms can lower breakouts. I love that hypothesis. We should test that hypothesis out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, before my ex was even out of my house, I was like, I was, yeah, giving myself multiple orgasms before he was even. Your skin is so clear. Out of my house because (laughs) I was like, I just need to calm down. I'm really like mad there's a lot of there's a lot of research that shows that um that kind of pleasure really reduces stress overall Mm -hmm. and really promotes like just healthier mental yes uh yeah there's a lot Mm -hmm. of information on solo sex out there Mm -hmm. and if you uh, 
A, it's another way to get to know yourself better, know what you like. You'll be able to communicate it to say, a person. Better articulate you get that. to try new things and no one's around to, you know, have your fun little experimental phase by mm-hmm. yourself. See what you like, see what you and don't no like. No pressure to perform. None at all. Yeah. Like you can talk to yourself if you want to. <laughs> you can not make any noise if you don't want to. Or make a lot of noise. Make a ton of noise. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like this is not something that everyone isn't like everyone's doing this. But I think, again, I just think it gets overlooked as a form of self-care and doing something that's that's literally just for you. Yeah. And there shouldn't be any judgment around that. No. This isn't something that should be taboo to talk about. Spend so, 10 minutes. Yeah. Spend an hour. Who cares? Like, again, no pressure. You just take all the time you block some time in your schedule and give yourself a no. It's good for you. Mm hmm. Um, the last thing I have written down because I was on the whole pampering yourself and indulging yourself is for me, I think of opening that bottle of wine. And because I have a lot of wine friends, this is a thing like people will buy a nice bottle of wine and then hold on to it for a special yes. occasion. They don't really have an occasion in mind. But like I, I've I've bought lots of nice bottles of wine. I'll buy something in Napa or I bought something in my wine travels or I'm just strolling through Total Wine and I see a really good value for, you know, really good wine for like 35 or 40 bucks. I'm like, that's a good deal. So I'll snag something and I'm like, I'll just hang on to it and I'll open it, you know, next time I have X, Y, Z or a dinner or this or that. And it's like, just don't sit on those things forever. Like, I like if that you message. buy a nice bottle of wine, treat yourself to it because who's to say the next time a quote special occasion will come around like you are the special occasion open the nice bottle of wine drink the wine enjoy it yeah i like that i mean i'm not a wine person but the message about like don't wait forever you know just because you're waiting to share it with someone like for me that to a candle yeah you buy a fancy candle and you're waiting to burn the candle exactly who fucking cares no, yeah. burn the candle <laughs> yeah. uh, but like you know I'm the wine thing doesn't work for me because I'm not much of a wine drinker but for me a lot of my travels yes. revolve around this concept of oh I'll wait till I have someone to go to Death Valley with because I really want to go to Death Valley National yeah. Park and now I'm just like no the next opportunity I have but have you ever bought go. something that you intended to hold on to for a date oh yes lots of things buy a nice dress wear the dress out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like go to dinner and wear a cute dress Like you don't have to wait for someone to take you out to have the nice bottle of wine. You don't have to wait for a special occasion to enjoy the things for the special occasion. You want to go to a nice dinner? Treat yourself to a nice dinner. Or that, you know, like that restaurant, you know, or that one place that you want to go to. Exactly. This is very much a continuation of things. I just, because I am around so many wine people and like I'm in wine groups and I have lots of really wine involved friends. It's like just don't wait on that special occasion enjoy that wine you bought it you bought it yeah you bought it because you wanted it don't wait for somebody else to to enjoy it it or have to share it with because the chances they're going to appreciate it as much as you maybe not so high uh and i just i just why put off the pleasure that you know is right there if you have something around that you've been holding on to for a special occasion just enjoy it well you were saying that i was like Put yourself first. Like yes. if, if, if it gives you pleasure, whatever it is, whether yeah. it's an O or a bottle of wine or whatever, <laughs> your lemonade. Uh, yeah. You deserve to be number one. So don't, don't get so wait. lemonade drunk yeah. that you crash from the sugar and then can't give yourself the O. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, that's just a one something kind of fun. Think about. I like it. Don't stop waiting. Yeah. 
And if you have any ideas or suggestions or you want to share with us some of your solo activities, let us know because uh, maybe sometimes what happens is you have an open mind to do certain activities or you have an open mind to do solo, but you don't have any ideas. So we'd love for you to join the conversation. Give us some ideas. Mm -hmm. Give everyone else some talking points or ideas to do some solo stuff if you have found something that's been really great for you. Yeah. Tell us how you are improving on your solo time. We would love to hear it. Or just what you get from the solo time, too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's nice to kind of, especially for those who don't do a lot of solo time, it's nice to know the benefits of what other people have experienced. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they'll be a little bit more open-minded to try solo stuff. I mean, just going for walks in my neighborhood alone, I am the weirdo who's just like walking around grinning. Yeah, that, all by like, herself. I remember I was at UPenn and I'm just walking around with my and I'm lo like my, I'm looking up, I'm looking down, I'm smiling. Yeah, total. <laughs> but that's the other thing too. You start to realize nobody else cares. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes you wonder what people might think if you're doing something solo. And I'm like, no, I'm really enjoying looking at all of these buildings and just enjoying yeah. the weather, enjoying my time. I also think it's funny when I go for my walks alone, I dress in the most, I dress very Miley. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, if you've ever experienced Miley on a, a <laughs> random day, like today she's very uh, toned down. Like she, it's clear <laughs> that you've been flying or somewhere professional yeah. business. But if you catch Miley on a random day, she's wearing two different socks. She's wearing plaids with stripes or <laughs> polka dots or hearts. I mean, like, so the other day I went out in these leopard print Ooh. workout pants that I have. They're dark gray with black uh -huh. spots. So they're pretty subtle. They're not like... Miley. <laughs> they're not in your face, but they're an animal print, yeah. right? So I'm wearing these leopard print pants, dark gray, dark, dark, like steel. And then my top was a black top that has all these rainbow pinstripes Ooh, on it. Like okay. It has all yes. these bright I'm loving this. neon pinstripes. And I'm out walking. I'm like, I am so dressed. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's I probably why I dress the way I do. Because I'm like, I, I, I just... I love what I'm wearing. I'm proud of who I am. And don't talk to me. I am just don't like, ask. I don't. I just found these clothes at the thrift <laughs> store, threw something on, and now I'm strolling through the park. <laughs> like, I just, I get a real kick out of sometimes what I pair together because I really, I'm out walking around. I don't care. No one's seeing my outfit for so long that they're really putting any time into it. Like, I'm only in your field of vision for about 30 seconds and then I'm gone. So I just don't care. I don't really care what people think of my appearance when I go out like that. Like, I care if I have sunscreen on, my sunglasses and my water bottle. And am I warm enough or cool enough? And yeah, it, I, I had a really good laugh at myself the other day thinking, this is so Miley. I love that. I'm wearing stripes with leopard print <laughs> and it is just it's it's it was subtle because everything's kind of a small print but it was also very busy and loud <laughs> i don't know why i get a kick out of like if i was to stand still in front of people for a time they'd be like what's That's going an on interesting ensemble. <laughs> like i thought it to myself when i got ready and i saw the mirror and i thought that's all right that's one way to go yeah this is this is a really good way for people to not be like, hey, girl, because <laughs> <laughs> you look a little crazy. Like, that's perfect. I, I, I like love it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or for me, it's a good conversation starter, too. Like for me, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like could be. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. If you're wearing something really interesting 
and you're out on your own, people or, may or, ask you about uh, it. Yeah, or sometimes it's just because like, I don't have time to make decisions about color coordination or anything. Uh, you're lucky I'm dressed. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I just want to be comfortable. So it's about finding the right weight of clothing mm-hmm, and layers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is what it, this is this is what worked today. So that's what you get people. And I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. I'm literally not worried about what people in the park think. Exactly. <laughs> This has been really fun. This has been fun. I hope everybody got some good solo activities and got some laughs along the way at our silliness. And again, yeah, like we said, share with us if there's some solo things that are really fun to do that we missed and how you're benefiting, how you benefit from doing things on your own. I like it. Let us know. Awesome. Love you. Love you too. And as a final note, if you would be so kind to give us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is truly helpful to our little show. And if you found this episode helpful to you, please share it on social media or with a loved one. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Woman Get In. And you can find me, Miley, at Dr. Smiley Miley. And I, Mandy, am at MandyPants15 on Instagram. Thanks so much, friends. We'll see you next week. Thank you.